Welcome to Let's Talk About School. This is a podcast about the world of education, things that work, things that don't, and ways we can improve it. I'm Erin. And I'm Ben. And today we are going to talk about cheating. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about how we think it's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes it can be confused with cooperative learning, and we think that there are different strategies mm-hmm. that can be implemented in order to deal with it. So first off, Erin, I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. have you ever cheated on anything? I definitely, not in the worst ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I know some people, like, literally will have looked over and copied somebody's paper like sure, that. Yeah. I didn't do that, but I definitely did in smaller, a little bit sneakier ways. Yeah. Like, in math, you know how we had, what were those calculators called? This Like, the... Uh, TI-83, yeah. TI-84s, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, those calculators. So, you know how you could type things in there? Sure, yeah, you could leave little notes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in the formula sections yeah. where you could just go back to the formulas, I would type out the formulas if I wasn't allowed. If yeah. I was supposed to memorize it or something, oh, yeah. I would, like, yeah. hide it in there. I know, I know plenty <laughs> of um, computer-savvy uh, kids when I was in high school would mm-hmm. just plug that into their computer and program in the equations so that all they would need to do is just pump in the numbers and then they would get the answer immediately. Oh, wow. And it was just super easy for them. Yeah. And, like, it wasn't until, like, a little bit later that they realized, like, oh, yeah, maybe (laughs) we should just not be allowing that in our our tests and stuff because it's just giving uh, students a free pass and stuff. But then I think also smarter, uh, more, like... Uh, a better uh, form of uh, teacher would be like, well, it doesn't really matter. You don't need to memorize these things anyway because we live in a society now where you can pretty much do a quick Google search and right. it'll pop up anyway. And like, honestly, like the point of the class isn't for you to learn equations and memorize equations. It's for you to use those equations to accomplish different problem solving skills. And stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, so, yeah. for that example, I feel like just getting right into it like something Mm. that could have been that my way of cheating could have been dealt with in i mean i never really got caught for that but yeah Yeah, i mean (laughs) yeah it's too subtle yeah you never you never get caught you're too sneaky right actually before we move forward i do have a a story about the first time i cheated okay Um, okay, when i was in like elementary school i think i was probably like in third grade maybe even second grade i was um filling out like a test you just kind of it was like you know just a fill in the blank type thing and um i was writing and i noticed the person next to me he was I guess kind of a school bully, you know, that that never exists like the way it does in television. But like he was basically like kind of a jerky kid. Mm. But I could see that he was looking off of my paper and writing my answers. And I was like, stop it. That's very annoying. (laughs) And he wouldn't stop. And so in my brain in that moment, I was like, well, I'll just copy off of him and see how he likes it. No, no. You don't want to do that to yourself. Yeah, no, exactly. Because a lot of his ways were wrong. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, eventually we just, like, handed in our tests. And the the teacher was just like, what did you do? You both just copy off each other? These (laughs) these answers are all wrong and they're all the same. (laughs) Actually, that reminds me. I had a funny story also a little bit sad in kindergarten mm. somebody cheated off me <laughs> it wasn't a big deal because we didn't have grades for yeah. that but yeah exactly i remember in so kindergarten we had to do this thing and i distinctly remember it because it made me very upset mm. but we had to do this thing where i guess the teacher was testing like 
seeing, I guess, following directions, maybe sure. like telling us how many, cause there were these bars mm. and then we had to color them in or something. So maybe she was giving us a number like a blocks to color in. I forget. Yeah. yeah testing something. <laughs> right. And so then I was doing it and I was just doing my thing, mm-hmm. like listening, whatever. And then there was this boy sitting next to me <laughs> and he was copying me. But I think at first I was oblivious to it mm. and I was just kind of in my own world, like doing it. Yeah. And then for one of them, I did it wrong. Mm. And then he turned to me and then he was like, ah, oh, you made me mess up. <laughs> <laughs> And I cried. <laughs> wow, that's so messed up. <laughs> wow, that's that's really incredible. <laughs> the gall of that boy to, <laughs> to get mad at you for getting a question wrong that he was copying. Oh yeah. my god. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that is just, like, I guess, like, when you're a kid, you just kind of think, like, you don't understand, like, exactly how cheating should work. Right. And so you're just, like, whatever, I'll just... (laughs) And it shows how much personal responsibility some kids take, like, that they need to learn it maybe later on, and some that just already know how to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, uh... Yeah, exactly. Like, learning personal responsibility is a strange uh, thing. Like, I mean, Or accountability. Like, accountability, like, yeah. too. Yeah, I think, like, it's all just kind of... It takes a while for a lot of people to get to the point where they're able to, like, realize that, mm-hmm. yeah, I shouldn't be copying off of these people unless you really need to. Right. <laughs> um, if it didn't hurt my yeah. feelings so much, then I feel like a way to deal with that is either the teacher could have said, mm. I don't think she saw, but yeah. either if the teacher saw it or if I were older, more mature or something, then I'd be like, well, how about you do it on your own then if you know mm. how to do it better? Yeah, yeah <laughs> so exactly. So then, like, you know, then they might realize, like, well, oh, yeah. maybe... <laughs> I'm actually competent and I can mm-hmm. try doing something and get it right. Yeah, for totally. Yeah, that is true. I mean, like when you think about it, I mean, the only the real reason that you'd be doing that, like copying off of someone is because you don't feel competent. Yeah, it's because you don't feel yeah competent or comfortable or you feel a little um, like, yeah, less confident in your abilities there. Mm-hmm. And you see somebody who is confident in their abilities and so you think that you should, or you copy perceive them. them as being confident. Yeah, you perceive them as being confident. To be, yeah, that is very true. And Sometimes that person is just as stressed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or yeah, just like yeah, they could be stressed and just giving off airs of confidence and right. stuff. Like I did a lot of the time. I feel mm-hmm. like when I was in high school, I was very stressed out and stuff. But would just like pretend like I knew what I was doing. Oh, so yeah. I think a lot of people did have the perception that I was a smarter student, even though like if they looked at my grades, they probably would see that we're about the same right um yeah but at any rate uh i think like that's that's an interesting um uh thing to think about is that like a lot of cheating is just kind of confidence issues in in some ways but uh before we get into that i guess you mentioned something uh a a phrase that i hadn't really ever heard before Mm -hmm. but I, i found kind of interesting what was it um group learning Oh, I guess cooperative, the, cooperative learning? learning in this yeah. way. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about that and why that might be confused with cheating? Yeah. So actually, before I talk about cheating, I want to talk about, so a few years back, like before I went to like graduate school and like worked at a school and stuff, I 
was able to observe a Montessori classroom because mm. there was one just kind of near me and the owner was nice enough to let me sit in on one of her days. Nice. And so Montessori is all about autonomy and independence and kind of like encouraging kids to do things by themselves and figure things out on their own. And the teachers are there, you know, for like guidance and as mm. a resource. And so something that I noticed about that preschool is that because children were so inclined to figure things out, they also were so inclined to help each other out and like work together to try to figure things out. And I remember, I thought that this was so sweet and so cute and just like amazing. Mm -hmm. I was watching them play one day and there were a couple of little kids who were building with the blocks, like building a tower. And this little girl was building it really, really, really high, (laughs) just like stacking it up. And so, you know, they're in preschool. They don't know how physics works and everything. So she's just building it up. And then she turns away for a second, not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. And then the tower starts to tilt a little bit. Oh, yeah. But a boy who I don't remember if he was playing with the blocks or if he was kind of an outside observer. Mm -hmm. But either way, he wasn't building her tower. He sees it start to lean. So he rushes over and then he fixes it for her. And so... I loved that moment because it just showed how passionate they were about like trying to accomplish things. Yeah. And help each other out to do it. Right. And that's what I think cooperative learning is. Mm -hmm. Like you're there for each other, helping each other out, recognizing that we all have different strengths and weaknesses. Totally. And sometimes it might not be a strength or a weakness, but like sometimes somebody just heard something Mm -hmm. in a specific way that could help you understand it better you know like just different perspectives yeah, on totally. things and so or was just having a better day when that yeah exactly that right so yeah like, yeah we can't all memorize everything 100 percent. So yeah like i think like in that way that it, it helps to like mm-hmm. interact with that way uh, interact with other people to get the full the full picture of uh of knowledge and stuff because that's i mean that's a lot of what you're expected to do outside of school yeah so why not teach it in uh in school itself i think that's a really interesting uh way to approach it yeah it reminds me of uh any time i had a um like a test or an exam or something like that where um the the teacher would just give you the test and then would say like all right go into these groups and you finish the test together or even even with the whole class I've had it sometimes mm-hmm. where we all do the test together and I always loved those times when we had that yeah. opportunity because you were able to like work in a group if you knew something you'd be able to speak up and voice your your thoughts on it and be like this is the way it is and and you can even kind of like depending on how people interpret it if it's a more open-ended question you can kind of have a little like informal debate on on the topic and and stuff so like i think it's a it's a really like interesting way to uh engage the class and i think in my high school mind, I thought I always thought, oh, this is great because this will be easier. But I don't think it's necessarily easier. I think it it, mm-hmm. re- it works a different set of muscles because like you need to like learn from your peers and stuff in that right. time. So like you are kind of expected to like learn a little bit from your peers and and also teach your peers a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's a much different way of doing things, and I think it's like really interesting in that way like i i think like obviously the intention of that of doing things that way is to kind of prevent cheating because like 
you won't be copying off of somebody. You're just like working learning from them. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think that's kind of exactly following, taking that philosophy to heart when it, when a teacher will do that. Have you ever had to do that in a class? Like a, take a group exam? I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I was thinking while you were talking about that, it would be much more effective if it was addressed in a better way. Like if it was, if the whole system wasn't about grades, because I think the thing is like what you touched on was in high school or younger, you know, you're always so stressed and you're always in that competition mode that when you do get those moments of being able to work together, sometimes you look at it the wrong way and you think to yourself like, oh, I get a break. Mm-hmm. And you kind yeah. of like let one person who knows how to do it, do all the work. And you just kind of like, you know, sometimes if you're in a group, you can fall through the cracks. But I think that that wouldn't happen as much if cooperative learning was consistently encouraged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if it's not just something that kind of takes you by surprise when you're yeah. doing an exam and instead something that you can kind of rely on and uh, build as a skill uh, as you go through school. And I mean, obviously, what you said there about it being centered on grades is like kind of the main thing. Like if we didn't emphasize the importance of our graded assessments then cheating wouldn't be a problem at all because like at least like most cheating like copying and stuff like that like that kind of cheating is like is out the window because like if you if you're if you're only focused on something like i don't know like mastery learning if you're if you're if you're teaching a mastery oriented learning course or a classroom or something like that you won't need to like cheating won't matter because it won't get you to where you want to be yeah if the goal of it is being a master at something like if i'm cheating i'm only hurting myself i'm not like i'm not like doing what i'm trying to do to get by and that's what our system now has our system now has this like we we live in a system that kind of almost encourages it in a way because if if the only goal of the course is to get an a in the course i mean the easiest way to do that for the less for the least amount of time is to take a risk and and do something that will potentially hurt you uh and like in your educational sense and possibly even your um you know your academic like a career as a whole because you know you could get uh suspended or expelled or something like that for cheating too much or something right and that and that type of cheating as bad as this might sound to some people, but maybe some people will get it. That's a form of intelligence all in of itself. It's true. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> learning how not yeah. like it sounds bad, but learning how to cheat systems. It's really just your brain understanding how to get from point A to point B. Yeah. As quickly as possible, like making connections and I, realizing how things work. It's a it's a heightened form of problem solving. Essentially, yes. That like you you see the problem, you see the uh things that are hurting you and you know how to and you're like you found a a way to work around it in a way that benefits you in a way right the most effective the quickest the easiest yeah totally and i mean honestly there's a lot of situations where i cannot blame the uh student for trying it at least in fact that's uh there's a, a really interesting um article that i was reading um it's from 2012 and it's in the new york times it's uh it's about uh stuyvesant's uh 
Stuyvesant High School in New York. Um, and it's all about the culture of cheating around there. And um, it, it's so interesting to hear uh, some of the students talk about it because they talk about it in a way that they're kind of working around the system in such a way that they they want to do well, but they don't want to do too well. And they, they want to just kind of like, do, just like, just cheat enough so that they don't have to put in like five hours of study work and like have to uh, like work, work themselves to the bone just to like do well in this one test. But they don't want to like become like a 95 like every test student or something like that. So I just want to read a little bit of, of it. Uh, all this makes for a culture in which many students band together, sharing homework and test advice in a common understanding that they simply have to survive until they reach their goals, mm-hmm. dream colleges and dream jobs. And uh, this is from a quote from someone, uh, a woman named Karina Moy, who says, um, she graduated in 2010, I'm sure everybody understood it was wrong to take other people's work, but they had a way of rationalizing it, and everyone took it as a necessary evil to get through. So it's basically like the, the culture is that they realize that it's, it's something that is probably not great to do academically or for your own, like, you know, your own educational development but they realize that like in order to like get all the things they want done done they have to in a lot of ways because like it's you know just or like kind of the culture of of uh, getting good grades but like that's just because the only way they'll get into their dream college is if they get good grades right and so like you know, or if they have a high enough GPA, essentially, and so like, why, why even put that pressure on them in the first place when the goal should be, like, knowing whatever is being taught. Right. <laughs> like, I think the thing yeah. is, if you don't want people to cheat their way through the system, then don't be lazy and cheat kids out of the feedback that they should be getting. Like, do not just give them grades. I yeah. know that, that sometimes there's feedback with the grades, but I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> grades are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it is, like, a very lazy way to give feedback. So, yeah, yeah like... I mean, yeah, and I'm not saying not. teachers are lazy, but just the system. Yeah, the, is it, lazy. the system is lazy. That's that's exactly what it is. It's it's not on any on any personal level no. an indictment of any of any teacher. Like it's just like we have a system that encourages laziness mm-hmm. and just shorthand stuff. Like, because I mean, an A can mean something entirely different depending on the course you're in and stuff. And so like, or even the school you're in. So like, it's subjective. It's just very subjective. It doesn't really mean anything to anyone. Right. But then people look at it as as if it's a fact, Uh like as if it's objective, this person got an A, so they are smart in this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People assume like, since I like got my master's and everything, they're like, wow, you know so much. And like, Mm. yes, I learned some things, but I'm like, you don't know what I know. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know exactly like what I've been through, what I've learned. I mean, I have my master's and I feel like I don't know anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think like that's, that's just like, I mean, that's just the root of it, isn't it? Like uh, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have cheating problems if we, if it wasn't like that. So I mean, I guess like the, the problem is, is that like, it's, it's such like a, uh, obviously like this is, this is kind of the thing is that we want there, obviously like, obviously I don't want any students to have to cheat or anything like that to get by in class. Um, but I also don't see us 
converting to a full master or into learning uh, lifestyle anytime soon, unfortunately. Um, so like, what is something we can do to kind of change the narrative on cheating now in like ways that yeah, are like, in smaller ways, in smaller ways that are more personal, I guess. Yeah, actually I have, um, a story when I worked one-on-one with this kid, um, I think something that really helped with him was that he felt safe. Like mm-hmm. he didn't feel like he was going to instantly get in trouble for something. Sure. I was able to laugh sometimes and I would call him out and yeah. he, you know, would eventually own up to it and he'd be able to laugh about it. And mm-hmm. then we would actually be able to get to the bottom of it and learn like, why did you think you couldn't do this? Like, mm-hmm. let's figure it out. There was one of the first few days I was working with him. We had to do this activity and there was, what are those things? It's like a sensory piece of paper. It came with a pen. And if you click on a picture, it'll be like, that's the wrong answer. It'll turn red. And then you click oh. on another picture and it could turn green. It's like I've multiple ever, choice on a piece but, of yeah. paper. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's just kind of like, oh, interesting. I've, right. I've never heard of that, but it seems cool. <laughs> right. So he was doing it and they're yeah. little, they were like flashcards. Sure, yeah. So he was doing that and I was doing, I was near him and doing some stuff with other kids as well. Mm. And he did it real quick. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. So I was like, yeah. I asked him straight up. I was like, did you just like guess on everything? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, I did it. So then I was like, okay and I looked at him and then I was like so then what did you get for this one and I took one of them out and then he just smiled and looked at me he goes okay fine (laughs) (laughs) and so then he took it back and he like tried to do it for real but he wasn't scared like he admitted to it and it was good and there was also another incident once where I had to correct his homework like Mm. in class all of his answers were correct, but there was no work. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. it was math. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then well, I went up to him and I said, so, oh, also the funny thing is, usually I don't call him over to me unless we have to, like, work on something mm. together. And he was very confident that all of his answers yeah. are correct. So I was doing it. And when I was done, he instantly just reached out to try to take it because he knew that they were all correct. And so then I was like, oh, no, wait, come over here. And then he was like, oh, and he was a little bit surprised. So then he came over and then I told him, I was like, so these are all correct. And I was like, but did you use a calculator? (laughs) (laughs) And then at first he lied to me. He was like no, I don't even have a calculator. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And then I was like, are you sure? And then he was like, yeah. And then he said that somebody like helped him or something. So then I was like, okay. And I didn't push it. And I was like, but you should just show your work next time so Mm -hmm. that we can look at it together and like understand the process that you went through yeah and I wasn't mad at him you know I just like talked to him about it and then it was so funny and cute like two days later or something like later in the week he came up to me he goes Miss M and I was like what and he goes guess what (laughs) (laughs) I was like what and he goes I used something for my homework the other night. And then I was like, oh, was it a calculator? (laughs) And then he goes, yeah. Oh, boy. That's so funny. So then he laughed with me, Mm. and it was funny. And, you know, I think starting things like that with kids, like not immediately giving them discipline. I mean, every individual is different. Sometimes I've also learned that there are kids who really, like it's because of home issues and other things like they're just kind of rebellious and they're looking for the discipline. So sometimes it can be good for kids to receive a little bit of discipline because they kind of want it. But 
I don't think that should just be the immediate first instinct. No, definitely not. (laughs) Especially for more sensitive kids. I feel like that just immediately makes you feel like you've done something horrible. Like, and I mean, you really haven't. Like, right. I think, especially, yeah, I mean, like, when you're a kid, even if you're not very sensitive, a lot of times, if somebody, if an adult's yelling at you, it can either feel like it, they're just being crazy or it can feel like the end of your world. So, like, maybe save that as, like, the nuclear option sometimes mm-hmm. and not, like, for every little thing, which, I mean, I guess is kind of just more in line with our previous episode on emotional intelligence, but... Right, for the still, adults, yeah. Still, I think it's um, it's something that uh, is is going to be a main form of discipline is if you catch someone of cheating or, or doing mm-hmm. something that's... Yeah. Yeah, kind I of mean, outside the lines of it, so... Yeah, because the thing is, I think that, first and foremost, it should be encouraged and taught to students that... The point of education is for you to progress Mm -hmm. genuinely, not in terms of your grades, but genuinely progress. And it's kind of like going to the gym. Like if you cheat your way, like while you're at the gym, then Mm -hmm. why are you going to the gym? Like you're not going to get the results that you want. And I think that mindset should be in education as well. Just like helping students realize like, okay, I mean, you know, if you're going to do this, like you can, I guess, but you're just not going to move forward. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's like that's kind of what you need to impress upon them, I guess, is like that you're really only hurting yourself. Like it may be a good short term solution to a problem. And uh, I mean, Lord knows sometimes it can really just be something that you'll never use again. That You're just kind of getting through powering through so that you'll be done with it. But I think a lot of times it is it is important because so much of what we learn is building blocks on top of each other. And so, like, you really do, when you kind of skip your way through one and that brick gets a little weaker, then you just kind of prevent it's it's less easy to build upon that later. Right. So I think that's that's the idea, I guess, that you need to impress upon your student and... Give them some more forethought, like help them see, even if they're not going to fully get it, help them see that in smaller ways, maybe like maybe do more short term activities where they Mm -hmm. can see building blocks, like something that they can learn in a week, Yeah, you know, where they can understand how, oh, I wouldn't have been able to do this in the end if I didn't learn this little piece in the middle. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, yeah, breaking up assessments even in that way can can really help because I think when you're expected to have like that final exam that is reusing every single possible thing that you learned from like even months ago depending on how your course or how your uh, school structure it's their semesters and stuff like that can be so nerve-wracking that and like ridiculous to a certain extent because like remembering every little detail from months ago is like really hard to do no matter what like like i can't remember what i ate for breakfast like last week (laughs) so like that kind of stuff is very hard to do and i think like also um being open to more experimental forms of assessment that um, test the knowledge learned in different ways. 
um, that aren't just in written form and things like that because obviously that's kind of something like a, a multiple choice quiz or something like that is pretty easy to game at this point. Like, I mean, when, once you've been a student for a few years, you know how to game a, a multiple choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they want you to do easier. that too in the SATs. Like, yeah, they want you that's to do true. those things. Yeah, they it's literally it's literally set up uh, as a game structure, and and um, they don't want you to get into this mindset of cheating. But then they yeah, kind of exactly. want you to cheat. But then the, then the SAT <laughs> comes around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's 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 all very very strange. It's at insane. This point. It's and, just. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean that's the ultimate like graded thing at at the end is like we're we're so focused on individualism in this in this state that like it's just like we need to have this massive individual test that determines your entire life. And I guess a lot of other countries do that too, but like it seems so so much of a focus uh in in that and like in our society and like God, if 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 our lives are di- dictated by like how we did in high school, then like we're all. Thank kind of God, it's yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, it's not that much. That much the case, but like. Yeah, they make you think it yeah. is though. They really do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it can affect some things once in a while. Like definitely, sometimes applying to jobs, yeah. you'll sometimes get the question of like, "What was your GPA?" Mm. But it's really not as big of a deal as everyone makes it out to be when yeah, you're young. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean it. Uh, I think was it was it last uh, week that we said that it was basically like uh, state sponsored daycare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah, that. and the YouTube video we did, right? That's right. Yeah. I think you said that. The babysitting. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it. Yeah, if you come at it with that mentality, then uh, it all seems a little bit less uh, less of a big deal, for better or for worse. I think because that that sometimes probably would encourage people to do more cheating but i think you can get a lot out of uh your schooling if you do uh encourage that kind of behavior like encourage more of a personal responsibility that like okay i understand that you are going to probably take shortcuts for to pass this quiz or to pass this test but maybe also like I want to encourage that, like, you try to learn this in a different way on your own time just because it it will be very important down the line. Yeah. I think, like, even just, like, doing that kind of stuff, like, talking with your students that way Mm -hmm. would be – would make a big change in in their behavior because, I mean – I personally felt when I was in high school that, like, I was always either too behind or too ahead of uh, of the material. I never really got to that sweet spot. Right. Uh, and so, like, I always felt like either I was going to be a resource for people to copy off of or I was going to need to copy off of somebody or, like, mm-hmm. find the answers somewhere else or find some sort of workaround. But, like, I wish that I was encouraged when I was behind on those situations to uh, then find a, a moment, find a time in my personal life to kind of explore that further. Right. Way, so actually, I have a little story. Yeah, you let's reminded hear it. me of something. So the first time that I ever thought critically about cheating this way was when I was in high school and a light bulb kind of went off when I was just thinking to myself like, you know, cheating is not necessarily a bad thing. And even in the times that it is, it's not handled correctly. Mm -hmm. Like it's not corrected. (laughs) And what happened was in my English class, 
um, in high school, we had to do vocabulary. Mm. And it was a quick little thing. Like it was the definitions and then you had to write down the word that corresponded with it. Sure. And so I did my homework and I go to class and then the kid who was sitting in front of me didn't do his homework. And so he turns around and just wanted to copy mine real quick. (laughs) And it happens a lot, actually. It does. Yeah. And I think that I had like, I don't know, I felt a little bit indifferent about it. Like Mm -hmm. I knew that it wasn't a good idea, but I also personally was like, I don't really care if you do. (laughs) So I just let it happen. Mm. And then uh, he got caught with Mm. it. And the teacher punished us both for it. Oh, sure, yeah. Right. And then I remember thinking to myself during that time, I was like, this doesn't really make any sense to me because I did my homework. And if the point of this is to be studying and learning the vocabulary, I did what I was supposed to do. So why would you take some marks off for me? Yeah. Because I did my educational work. Yeah, exactly. So what is the great Because you helped someone else. Right, but then what do grades mean? Are they a form of control or are they a form of your intelligence? Like, which one is it? Because they use it interchangeably. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that doesn't... Yeah. So they punish you by, like, what, taking, like, points off of your... Or, like, did they just... I think we both didn't get credit or something. You just got, like, a zero on, on the homework. Yeah. I think. So, like... Yeah, that's pretty stupid. No, like when <laughs> what you're that's why you're encouraging people to cheat. Yeah, exactly. Because if stuff like that's going to happen, then people are going to be like, why am I even going to do it? Like, yeah. I might as well just kind of look it up totally, if that's all yeah. that matters. Plus, once you get that zero, you're going to need to work extra hard to catch up in the class. To right. Get an and a. then somebody and might so then just guess cheat. what you're going to do. You're going to cheat. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you really are just kind of creating the vacuum that cheating will fill <laughs> at yeah, some point. Right. And yeah. I remember I said, because I was in journalism at that time, mm-hmm. and I talked to my teacher about it, and I explained to him, I was like, I kind of want to write an article about cheating. Mm. <laughs> and I asked him if I could interview him. Oh. He's the one who gave me a scare. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 That's great. Did he, what did he say? <laughs> he was scared of it, I think. Oh, I bet. Like, yeah. I think he was, he, I kind of, I forget what he said now because it was so many years ago, but like he was willing to meet with me, but I could tell it mm. was a wall. Oh, I bet. Yeah. You know? And teachers don't like to be talked about their teaching process by the students, I think. Right. And I think that's that that whole loss of power thing that exactly. Uh, we and talked I th- about last week. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was a weird position where like as a teacher, you have to appreciate somebody's like intellectual drive and also mm. desire to learn more deeply about something. And, you know, the accountability there, like I was willing to actually talk to him like one-on-one about the thing that happened. Yeah. And so it's kind of like he couldn't not meet with me, but at the same time, he didn't want to really answer all of my questions. Mm -hmm. And then I also wanted, I had to talk to my journalism teacher about it and he can't really say no because it was an opinion piece. Like, why can't I have an opinion on this? Um, I don't think I ever actually wrote it just because I, like, it was hard to get somewhere with it. Because I could write my own opinion, but... Yeah, I think, like, that would be something that would take a little bit more... You'd have to, like... Well, I need support because the teachers weren't really supporting me. Like, I remember trying to write it, and when your teachers aren't into it, and they're not, like, really helping you with your edits and stuff, Mm. it's kind of like, well, then what's the point of journalism? Like, if I'm writing this thing and you're not really giving me good feedback... Yeah, 
Well, I too was writing for my school paper, and I, the things that I wrote were just about concerts that I went to. So, mm-hmm. I think for the most part, it's not exactly the most <laughs> <laughs> encouraging, the most like diligent uh, reporting and journalism. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. But yeah, it certainly was uh, entertaining anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. Is there any uh, other ideas uh, about? Um, ways to kind of uh change how, how how we think about cheating i guess mm-hmm. is there any types of cheating that we didn't talk about because like i think there are like a few different things i mean there's copying there's right and obviously the the far end of things in copying is plagiarism and we obviously that's not good mm-hmm. but like then there's the smaller end of things like we talked about like you just not memorizing just, yeah, something not and memorizing letting somebody copying notes and things like that so there's that I think like other types of cheating. Um, I don't know if this is cheating or not. Like I don't know if teachers put this in the cheating category, but I do remember sometimes kids would just kind of try to quickly do their homework like mm. right before class, and they weren't cheating off of anybody. Yeah. But they were rushing, and sometimes mm-hmm. just putting in random numbers mm. or random things that they were doing instead of sitting down and doing their homework. So. I remember teachers getting upset about that. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they called it cheating. Yeah. I, but I feel like it'd be kind of hard to make that argument that it's cheating. But like... In a way, as long... Because sometimes teachers would just go to check to see if you did it. Oh, like right. Like it was yeah. completed. Instead of seeing what's right and wrong. And mm. you would just get credit for doing it. Right. So I think that that's why... I don't remember if they said cheating, but that's why mm. they looked at it as cheating because mm. they're like, you didn't do the work you were supposed to do. You just filled in blanks. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I did yeah. that sometimes. I remember actually. Oh yeah. Any, anytime it was graded on a uh, completion, I think that was pretty much all I did. I, um, <laughs> I remember, all I did. <laughs> I remembered, uh, I just remembered the like one, uh, another, one of my first cheating experiences that's, uh, it's kind of yeah i mean it definitely would be considered cheating so um i remember i think it was like in like fourth grade or something like that they would give you like every week you would get like a bag of books there would be like a bunch of different like they were pretty short books but like they were just like a bunch of little stories that you were expected to read all of them and then you would uh pass the books onto the, the bag of books onto the next person in your class and like you would get a new set <laughs> and um it wasn't until like the last week where i like i didn't i ended up i realized like ah uh, yeah i only read about like one or two of these and there was like still like three or four more that i had to get through but then i realized wait a minute they don't actually test on your knowledge of these books. I've never taken a test on this before. I didn't, I wasn't at all like graded upon like my knowledge of these stories. So I could just say that I read those books instead of actually reading them. (laughs) And then like, I was just immediately like, all right, I'm not doing that. So that, in that case, that's like cheating out of laziness, I think. And that obviously is something that, probably should be encouraged not to do because like I mean I I just wanted to probably like hang out with friends or play games or something like that instead right. um so like I how do you think would be a good way to uh encourage not cheating out of laziness yeah so I think that's kind of an open-ended thing because it's case it's case by case like mm-hmm. depending on what you're doing but I think 
the way to do that is to make have there be a point to it. Yeah. Like if you're just giving these books and you're like, we just want them to read, <laughs> then yeah, you're gonna get that sometimes because kids, some kids are not into it, mm-hmm. and that's a normal thing. Like everyone has different interests. Yeah, totally. But if you want something done, then have it be for a purpose. Like maybe have those books go around and then maybe say, I'm going to pair you up with a partner tomorrow and you'll just discuss like everything that you read from the book. Maybe give a little homework, not anything intense, but maybe just say, I want you to come into class tomorrow and think about what your favorite part was in each book. Like what excited you about it? Do something that like makes kids excited to come in the next day and share their thought. Totally, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Something something that at least gives you an end goal so that when you're reading through it, you know like what you need to be looking for or something like that. And yeah, that, that kind of stuff is, uh, is a good way to kind of treat that. I think like that's kind of like the main point of, of all this is like there's a few – there's a bunch of ways that people can cheat – And I think they all kind of come from different motivating factors. Like we kind of discussed a a bunch of them. I think like there's the motivation because you don't feel confident in what you're doing. And so you copy off of someone to to like who looks confident to you just because you uh, feel like you need some of their confidence. Like you, you, you don't trust yourself. Right. So there's that element of things. And then there's like the just like feeling the pressure to get by and to get through this system that focuses too much on grades. And so like that, that's one reason that some people will cheat. And then there's like also just laziness and and things like that. But I mean, laziness and boredom, obviously they come from a, a position of wanting to do something but just like not finding the motivation to do it so like mm-hmm. obviously coming up with a point or purpose for for that kind of stuff would be a great way to do that right. so i guess like those are kinds of things to consider about like when when you experience when you suspect your student of cheating um or if you yourself are a student who's cheating um really like take the time to question why you're cheating or why your student are cheating think about like what what's the motivation here to do that is it because i'm overworking my students and they're they need to take a break so they're just like take it choosing a few things of my of my class to like whiz by and like not really focus on or are they feeling lazy they're, they're not feeling challenged or something like that like i think that's like kind of the main way to work around this and to like uh, change the narrative on cheating is to ask the student or ask yourself why this is happening like why am I motivated to cheat over actually learning and doing the material right need to have some emotional intelligence yeah (laughs) (laughs) there there you go yeah please refer back to episode three for a lot of what we talked about in this actually because I think that is a an important thing also talk refer back to all of our episodes right motivation motivation covers that too so right so yeah I think we did like, this in the right order. Yeah, I think we did. I think, uh, yeah, kind of uh, talking in circles about this, but not in the not in the bad way. Just kind of cycling back to everything that we talk about. So because it's all it, it is it's all very interconnected, definitely. Right. 
So I think that uh, is a pretty good length. We've been talking for a bit here. So um, unless there's anything else you wanted to say. I think we're good. Yeah. I mean, we could always expand on it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like everything, we're probably going to come back to it later and talk about it in future episodes, if not just doing a second part on cheating. So Right. And we yeah. definitely will if you ask us questions. Yeah, absolutely. Please uh, reach out to us. Uh, we just did a uh, Instagram live before... Uh, recording this and uh on there we also encourage this so please uh if you have questions uh leave them on the soundcloud for this podcast leave them on the instagram um yeah just reach out to us wherever uh whatever means you feel comfortable doing so and we'd love to hear from you love to hear questions love to hear um any um things like that I, I would love to like kind of end off each episode with, with a question bucket yeah. but we need questions from y'all to get that started so uh please please send in your questions i'd love to hear from you and um while you're at it if you are uh checking us out on on itunes or something like that if you want to give us a little uh rate and review uh that would be most appreciated that helps more people find us on on the find the show uh so Check out the Instagram, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Aaron Aaron does quite a few posts on there that are really awesome and uh, sometimes expands further on the uh, topic that we, we spoke on. So I think uh, that that's a very useful thing. Uh, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Was that, is there anything else that I missed? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I mean, the thing is, we're doing this because we care about education reform. And I know that all of you who are listening to this care about it too. Mm-hmm. So by rating us, reviewing us, leaving comments and questions, then you're helping us get the word out. So if you feel that passion, then, you know, help us get the word out there, spread it, and hopefully one day we can start, like, seeing a real difference in our schools. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because, I mean, the first step you got to do is you got to talk about it, so. Yes. Speaking of which, since it's about the end of our show, uh, how about, Erin, you uh, sign us off? All right. Thank you for listening, and let's continue to talk about school. Thanks. Everything changes.